The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to The Joel Mahalik Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. My name is Joel Mahalik. I am in the studio here with the lovely Sharon. That's you. Oh, that's me. That's you. Oh, hi. And our security force, the Molly. The Molly. The yes, she's here Molly. with us. Yeah, Schnauzer Security is yes. here and is patrolling. Yes. Looking very alert. Yep. <laughs> say something, Molly. Molly, speak. Say, say something. Say something to your fans. Say something. Come on. <laughs> she's just... Put your paw up on my legs. Right. And looks at me like, what? What do you want me to say? Weirdo. What do you want me to say? So anyway, welcome to the program. Uh, you <laughs> can visit us at www.jmtalk.net. That's the place online to go and get us. And you can subscribe to the program. We're on every major podcast. So did you know, folks, that we're on Amazon Music? So you could listen with your Alexa device or any other device that you listen with. And now she's walking across my mic stand. So if you hear any mysterious bumps and bangs... It's not because it's almost Halloween. It's because Schnauzer Security <laughs> is checking the entire studio out. Yes. Uh, so subscribe subscribe to the program. Send us an email. Um, look at the news. Check out some of our friends uh, that are hooked up over there as well. And also you can catch us on social media. Uh, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk. Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So that's how we do that. That is how we do that, isn't it? So... <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. This, this is uh, this has been a terrible week as far as uh, sadness because you know we closed up the, the summer place yeah. this week. Yeah, and uh, you know, and this is about the time we would do it anyway, even yes. though they've extended the season because they opened a couple weeks late because right. of COVID nineteen. Right, and so they did extend the season a, a little bit, and you know we just have a lot to do, which um, uh, will be forthcoming. Yep. Later on, as to why we're so busy, but um, I was reminded today uh, or this week when we were down there the other day, uh, closing up, why I like September and October down there. We didn't get a lot of time in September down there this right. year, right? Yeah, for obvious reasons. Right. But the peace and quiet—it's so empty. Oh my gosh, I know. You know because it's it's an adult's paradise. <laughs> it really is. I just made that up in my head. Yeah, yeah. Just now, I made it up. But, Adults uh, paradise down there. That's that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah, I I like it. Yeah. So, but that's what that's what like re- I was reminded of like just like even like during a day is so quiet and it was breezy when we we're down there too. Oh yeah. And when we but got there, it was there, chilly. But it was the oh my god, it's so just, awesome down here, chilly. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's great down there anyway. But like right. the, the piece of of like I think we had maybe two other neighbors on our street were there yeah and again like you said they're all mature adults yep you know no kids small grown, children gone, small children gone you know and yep uh they were all packing up but yeah you know doing what we were doing i mean i think we got into the point we had a couple nights that were questionably low where i as far as having to do it i felt good about having to do it because yeah. 
it was starting to get really chilly. And of course, oh, down there, sure. when you have the the wind coming off the water, right, it it's ma- even chillier. It makes right? it even chillier. That yeah. air chill. Yeah. So yeah, we had to do that this week, and um, and while we were down there, so we had we we stopped by the local market. Molly's speaking now, isn't she? Yeah. Listen. Say something, Molly. Say something. What are you trying? What are you trying to say? And then see, you can't put her on the spot. I know, right? Say something. Speak. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> what? We can't even make her do it. I so, know, right? Why we're down there? We She's stopped. trying to get my attention. Yeah. I'm sorry, and I'm. If I ignore her, then she'll talk. True that. So yeah. you'll hear. Yeah. <laughs> She's so pathetic. <laughs> so. Okay. Can I now? <laughs> She's like, what, Daddy? <laughs> Would it be okay if I do now? Wow. All right, go ahead, baby. You so, do now. <laughs> so we stopped at the local market while we were down there. Mm-hmm. We pick up some stuff for lunch because we were only down there for half a day. Right. And I found... I, I I was hungry, waiting to get to lunch. And I just wanted like a little tiny pick me up. So I was like, let me get a Slim Jim, a beef stick. And yeah. I I saw they had uh, Vlastic dill pickle. Yeah. Slim yeah. Jim beef sticks. So I got one. And uh, so I got one. And uh, you know, I I posted on Facebook that yes, I did this, and I would explain on on the show. Mm-hmm. So basically, what it is is it's it's almost like it's coated. With some sort of uh, dill pickle spice. Okay. Um, it's not that. It's not filled with like dill pickle juice or anything. Right. And I, I do like dill brine. I I, I drink it straight out of the jar. <laughs> That's so, so gross. <laughs> I would say that if you see this product, I would say that it wasn't terrible. But I don't know if I would buy another one. And that's yeah. not to say it was yeah. bad. Yeah. I just don't. I it just don't know. It wasn't a flavor. Or a taste on your taste buds that you would enjoy again. Maybe like and and yeah. it, and it wasn't paired wrong. It's not like I mean it's not like dill ice cream or some crap that you Ew, see out right. there. <laughs> so it's not like it was paired wrong. Right. Dill pickle flavoring with meat that worked. Right. But I just don't know if I would if I would spend money to buy that again. Yeah. So not terrible, but not. But not, enjoyable, like because I not good enough to hear again. Not good enough to stock up on. Right. So, I just noticed my dog tag came out of my dog tag silencer. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know. But we're trying to do a show. I know. Well, we are doing a show. Okay, but you're... Oh, my Lord. All right. So, yeah. So, I did that. So, if, you, if you're if seeing it, you're thinking about it, if you like dill pickles, give it a try. But that's basically but my review. But you probably won't like it. <laughs> It depends. I I just think it's weird some of the things that they make uh, dill pickle. They use dill pickles to make like dill yeah. pickle. There is dill pickle ice cream. Uh, uh, dill pickle chips. Dill pickle chips. Dill pickle pretzels. Dill pickle martinis. Ew. What? Which I, I've never had a martini, so I wouldn't even know what a dill pickle. No, martini you wouldn't would like a like. martini. Um, martinis ma- are like mm, alcohol. Yeah. See, for for me, it, it, my go-to drink is V8. So my go-to martini would be a tall glass of ice cold V8. With dill pickles on sticks swimming in it. Ew. Yes. Come on now. <laughs> and you know this, man. I do. Well, yeah, but oh, you have to that, tell the world. That's a good flavor. Like, we're all like. That's a good flavor. <laughs> V8 and dill pickles. Um, so, yeah. But, um, yeah. And so, while we're sharing experiences, I'm going to check the time. Uh, I want you to quickly share the experience that you had today. 
Oh my God! You know what? Just when you think it's safe to go use cash at yeah. a register at a cashier, uh, exactly right. Kids today don't know shit. They don't because I went to a checkout and my my bill was seventy one dollars and thirty cents. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I gave the woman all I have her the fifty. The girl. She was a young girl. Yes, she was young. Um, I gave her two fifties, a one, and a thirty. Thirty cents, not a thirty. At thirty cents, sorry. <laughs> anyway, and um, I handed it to her, and she hands me the one dollar back and says it was only seventy one dollars. I said yes, I understand this. I said I gave you. A hundred and one thirty, which means you give me thirty dollars back. Which her calculator and register should have told her anyway. Would have told her, yes. But she didn't know enough. Right, the common sense was the common there. sense to put say, Oh, okay, well she gave me a hundred and one thirty, even if she didn't know that thirty dollars was my change, she the register would have told her that. Well, maybe the com- the new Common Core math makes it more difficult oh to think God, yeah. without having a, a gigantic know. whiteboard to do the math on. And it, um, <laughs> it's a common thing that us older Americans, we have a problem with the younger kids these days. They cannot count back change. Mm-hmm. They Even like, with a register. Do, well, yeah, but to do it, Without putting in how much they gave you, so the register tells you how much to give back. You know what I mean? They'll they'll look up at the register. Oh, okay, so I need twenty dollars, twenty, and then I need one dollar. Okay, right. They can't think on their own. Do you remember retailing on the manual registers? Uh, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. You had to know how to count backwards. I, yes. Or you got fired for being really short. Yes, right? But <laughs> that was the one thing that we were taught in high school or even middle school, how to count back change. Right. I don't know that they do that anymore. You know, do they I don't even, know. I, do, like, is that even a thing in school anymore? I don't know. I, I can tell you this, since you brought it up. About six years ago, I read an article which was very interesting. And at the time, six years ago, it said that 38% of schools had totally disbanded home economics type classes. Right. And I thought that was a problem then because not only that, but 38%, what is it now? You should go the other way. There should be more like, we know home ec used to teach how to sew, how to cook, things like that. Yeah. But now how about how to balance a checkbook, how loans work, exactly. how uh, doing repairs around the housework. You don't take yeah. that kind of stuff. That's why the older generation, that's why we have so much ingrained knowledge because right. it was part of our curriculum. Yep. And then we did it around home as we were kids. Yeah. All of our yeah. parents did it, you know? Because uh, because it was part of our curriculum, we had homework in that particular item that right. we were doing. You know, so if it was counting back change... We had to pretend at home yeah. that we were at a register, and if I gave you a twenty, and my bill was eighteen ninety eight, right? How much do I get back? A dollar and two cents. Come on, right? You know what I mean. So that was part of the homework that we had to reinforce it at home, right? 
So, yeah, it was, I was floored today when I had to say to her, yes, I understand my bill is $71.30. You're supposed to give me back $30. Right, and when that happened, that reminded me of, uh, you know, back in the 80s, Sinbad, the, com- the actor-comedian, was doing a stand-up thing, and he was, he was very funny. He always, always talked about real life. Yeah. Even back then, he was talking about kids not knowing how to count back change back right. then. Right. And he was yeah. making a joke out of a cashier at McDonald's, a kid yeah. at McDonald's, and he was, like, showing him, like, you know, figure. I'm, now I'm going to do figuratively. You know, so he was showing him, like, looking up in the air, trying to figure it out, and his mouth all moving. Yeah. And just finally stopping and going, hey, why don't you just reach over and take out what you think you should get back? <laughs> you know, so right. he was oh, joking about that. that. He was joking about that, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. You know? I know this is not Let's an say 30 old, years ago. This was in the 90s. I, I know this isn't a new problem. I know this. Right. But you would think after 30 years <laughs> since Sinbad said it, you know, they would have. Well, anyone who knows me knows that I have a serious problem with the edu- with education in this country. Oh, absolutely, so, I agree with you. But I want to get another life experience from this week on the table before we hit commercial break. Okay. Okay. And what would that be? And that would be I wanted to tell people that uh, that I was reminded this week why I don't discuss politics anymore. Oh uh, in yeah. Fact, in fact, prior to the Joel Mahalik show, if you've been following me for longer than this show. We had the Behind the Mic show, which we used to do politics on. And uh, one of the reasons I took a hiatus from radio is I had such a burning headache from doing politics. Because my new favorite motto that I made up about why I don't do politics is you can't have a ra- you cannot have a rational political discussion in this country with anybody anymore. No. So I know this. Right. I, I, I shelved a show after seven or eight years Yeah. because of it. But Right. Sometimes I see something and I'm like, and I just have to say something. And I forgot that I can't really do that anymore. I saw a post on CNN on Facebook this past week, and uh, which made a comment. <clears throat> it, not a comment. It was it was talking about a news story about um, uh, Barack Obama talking about how Donald Trump has no uh, foreign um, policy policy experience right. to speak of. And I made a very neutral comment, not that I'm pro-Trump, because I'm not, not that I'm, I'm pro-Biden, I'm not. I don't like either party. So I try to make neutral statements, and I made a neutral statement about the fact that, you know, his wasn't all that great either. Right. You know, but I put it in nice terms, and yeah, I could not believe the backlash. Oh, sure. And it brought back memories of some of the problems we had doing politics back right. going behind the mic right. days. But i got to get my text out because I texted you the partial list. This is what I call the partial list of of uh, uh, what I apparently have become. <laughs> now, <laughs> people keep in mind, <clears throat> Joel Mahalik. Can you say Joel? <laughs> I guess, okay, but Joel has a, an incredible um, mind. I mean, he's... I'm not telling him anything I've never told him before. He's very he's very smart um, and has gone to college. Uh, <laughs> I just want to start this out with that. So here's the partial list that I sent Sharon um, after over 500 responses to my comment. Not 500 responses to the story, 500 to my comment. And at that point, I cut off the notifications because apparently, because of my opinion, here's the partial list. I'm uneducated. 
uh, blind, stupid, I'm a Russian troll, I'm a Russian bot, I'm an idiot, and I'm a racist. Plus, I know nothing about nothing, I do not know how to read, and I'm better served going back to eating dirt. Wow. So, um, that's what happens, and this is, <clears throat> I see this all the time. Right. So my point is, before we get a break, my point is I see this all the time on Facebook, and I made a comment about a week and a half ago about, I just can't believe the hate. Yeah. And I did make a comment about, um, and again, it was neutral. All I said was, I cannot believe the amount of hate, and that's a very bad word, the amount of hate towards one person. I've never seen this before in my life. And of course, everyone was drawing their own conclusions. Right. And I was like, Jesus. But anyway, um, but to experience it, Seeing it's one thing, experiencing it is really something else. And um, so I want to say I learned my lesson, but sometimes I just can't shut up. I think people need to know what the deal is, but I'm finding out, I'm being reminded uh, that you can't tell people what the right. deal is. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. Uh, you know if, if you promise people that you're going to get all your dreams are going to come true if you just follow that line into that pit of fire. They're all going to burn to death because they're all right. going to go in there. Right. You can't stop it. Right. So that's what I found out. So my ca- my cautionous tale this week is to... So cautionary, knows, yeah. My cautionary tale is don't do it. <clears throat> but they do. I, you know, and, and, and again, I, I, I think the funniest part is no one asks questions. Uh, they just make all their assumptions. Exactly. Apparently, I, 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 I think at least at least 150 comments believe, uh, you can tell they believe I'm with the other party. Um, it's just, it's absolutely nuts. And CNN, of all places, I made the comment on. Yeah, you I, know? Mean, I mean, that's what the, were you thinking? Yeah, you know, that's like the Democratic National Channel, you know. Right. Um, so I shouldn't have done that. But anyway, so be well advised of that. Let me tell you what's going Watch what you say that's right. on the internet. Exactly. Especially there, where they're all hiding behind keyboards, hey, and, they, and, right. and everything that comes out of their mouth is a fact. Yes, not an opinion. Right, because everything <laughs> on the internet's true. That's right, bone jaw. Right. Um, let me tell you what's going on later on on the program. We have coming up. We have a new honor that heroes uh, we, we're going to do this week. Uh, we have a new wombat this week, uh, and it's a, it's a good one. Um, and also, when we come back from break, uh, we want to talk about haunted attractions. Okay. Because if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we put out yeah. what the CDC said, you shouldn't do. Right. And so, and I did say I, uh, that we had a local haunt attraction yeah. here that I yeah. thought was going to be affected. But I'm going to tell you how they're affected. Oh, okay. When we come back from this break. Don't go anywhere. There's much more coming up after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. 
Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for being here. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on every podcaster ever made. And if not, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll get it on there. Yeah, right. Uh, remember, you can listen on your Alexa device. You can listen on your Apple, your Android. I mean, you can listen everywhere. Everywhere. So do so. Um, okay, coming up in a little, little bit. During this segment, we're going to talk about a new Wombat of the Week. But right now, you know, Halloween is right around the corner. And uh, I was going to, like, actually talk about this next week. But that I felt that was too close in case people want to know. Yeah. We want to talk about, you know, COVID has done, um, I mean, we're like in our fifth year of 2020. It just feels I that know. long. It really does. You know? And, um... Come on, 2021. Yeah, but I'm afraid when the ball... Well, I'm sorry, the virtual ball, because there's no real ball this year. I'm afraid right. when the virtual ball drops to zero, that there'll be this big voice coming out of the heavens going, Round two! You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. This is the That's craziest true. year of our lives. You know why? Because it caught us all with our pants down. Yeah. yeah. It really did. And life as we know it has changed. Yep. That's right. And unfortunately, I'm afraid, I'm a, I'm a scared that it's going to continue. Well, they are talking about a new round, a second round, and so yeah, you but know, more on that next week on the they can podcast. stop that right now. <laughs> um, now one of the things about Halloween that I do want to mention. And in fact, I, I was walking Molly last night and ran into one of our neighbors, okay. and we were talking about it. And I was saying that one of the, one of the reasons that I'm upset about um, a lot of this is like you know one of our big holidays for you and I. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm upset about with all the recommendations and cancellations and things you shouldn't do and this and that, we're talking about. I don't remember when this ever happened last. We're talking about ever. full moon, Halloween, Saturday night. Right. It's like everything has come together this year. Yeah. Except the covert bird uh, flew above and put a big fat dropping on it. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I mean, I was like, I was thinking, yeah, man, bonfire out in the yard. Oh, my gosh. Blah, blah, right? blah. Now we have people that are becoming famous with inventions on how to socially distance deliver uh, candy to the children through a 50-foot piece of three-inch conduit that's painted orange. Just sending the candy down the chute. Come on. You know, what happens if it That's gets caught? Do you, do, do you have candy plumbers now that can come and plunge the candy out of your tube for you? Wow. Anyway. So, it's, that's not what Halloween's <laughs> about. It's about saying, knock, 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 trick or treat. Yeah. So, what are they going to say this year? They can't say trick or treat because we're so far away. We're going to need cell phone to talk to them. That's right. Well, we'll have a PA system set up. Oh. I like that idea. <laughs> so, so anyway, I so, kind of do. <laughs> COVID is uh, it's questionable. We're about two two weeks and change away, and yeah. it's questionable as to how COVID will affect it. I was saying to someone today, I don't even know what the community standard is this year for us, right? Yeah, and then I thought to myself, we've never known. Exactly. We've never known in 16 years of living here, we yeah. have never known what the hell our township or town or subdivision, or whatever right. the hell it is, what they do. We just do what we do. And when we do what we do, they do what they do. Yeah. And then we all do what we all do. 
So we're wondering what COVID, because the CDC released things that said they recommend this, they recommend that. And, and they're all negative recommendations. Like, they don't recommend trick-or-treating. They recommend you have small family parties okay. or get-togethers. The, are the, we back in the 1800s? They Come are. They're rec- remember, these are recommendations. You know, they also recommend, um, well, we have, in a couple weeks, we're going to have a full list of other non-Halloween things right. that the CDC thinks that their recommendations are good on. So we'll have that in a couple weeks. But for Halloween, they're, they're, uh, parades, they're suggesting no parades. They're suggesting no trunk or treats. I mean, trunk or treats were invented a couple years ago so to keep the children safe. Right. And you want to, so they didn't have to do the right. trick or treat. And now you, now house. you want to recommend they don't have them in a year that is already so effed up, and we're seeing kids disappearing left and right, which is bothering bothering me. Right. And I'm seeing more and more videos of security cameras where people just come up to uh, your parent. You have your child by the hand. You're paying attention to her. You're walking through a mall, and they just come up and they try to rip the child from you. It's not even there, like they're waiting for you not to be watching. It's insane. And so, so yeah, so let's recommend you don't do the safe stuff. We'll just recommend you do nothing at all. So this brought into question because of the masks and the social distancing and all that. This brought into high question. What about the other thing that became really popular for Halloween? Uber popular. Halloween haunts, Halloween, you know, haunted hayrides, haunted houses, haunted oh, yeah, attractions, yeah, haunted, yeah. you know, we have, uh, in our area, we have Frightland, which is a haunted attraction. It's like yeah. two haunted houses, a haunted maze, a haunted hayride, a haunted, you know. Sure, sure. So thankfully, thanks to our producer, Mr. Tony Richards, thescarefactor.com, he sent us. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it's actually, thescarefactor.com is actually a place where you can go it's a directory and reviews of these haunted attractions nationwide. Right. But they have a special list this year because this question came up. Who's going to open and right. just adjust okay. their policy? And, yeah. who, and who's going to be like, well, screw it, I can't. And right. who might? Who's undecided? So they have an active list going. The 2020 list of haunt openings and closures due to COVID-19. Right. So a couple weeks ago, I think we took, when we first talked about this, uh, uh, the CDC guidelines, we did say that we thought Frightland was not going to o- open. But according to this, Frightland in, in Middletown, Delaware, confirmed planning to open. Good. So uh, there's that. Now, <clears throat> in this area, if you're one of our local listeners also, uh, there's one or two places in Pennsylvania that are really popular. In fact, I went to one of them before it was popular. Um, my pain is in greatness. What do they call Oh, the Bates Motel and Haunted Hayride. That used to just be a haunted hayride in Glen Mills. Right, okay. And it was fabulous in the 90s. Yeah. And now it's uh, it's a full-blown thing, and it's one, of the, mm-hmm. it's one of the big ones nationwide. It's like on every top list. So um, they are confirmed planning to open. Good. In good. fact, I believe, or maybe it wasn't that, uh, my cousin and his wife went to one last night. I thought it was that one. Okay. I thought it was that one. I saw them posting that they were in line for over an hour. Hmm. Um, and I think it was that one. Uh, that's a, that, like I said, 20 years ago, that was or 30 years ago, that was yeah. a fantastic right. uh, hayride. Uh, yeah. I, so you the had, only thing I know about Glenn Mills is the... Boys' school. The, How do you know about that? Uh, we'll talk later about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, I, it was like a 
where all the bad boys went. Right, and I only know about it because they would send the bad boys to us at Burger King for jobs. Oh, okay. You know, we regularly had to stop them from trying to abuse women. Oh, <laughs> okay, well then, I will tell you why off the air. I don't know if I want to know now. Some things, well, I'm sure, are better left unsaid. Well. So anyway, um, Bates Motel uh, is going to open. Um and I guess what's that that Eastern State that prison that, that prison? Yeah, Eastern State penitentiary. They're not even listed, so I don't even know if they're open as a haunt any longer. Because something tells me that I heard or read somewhere that they were ceasing all operations. Obviously, they ceased operations as a prison, and then I thought they weren't. I thought I read some time ago they weren't even doing the haunted stuff anymore. And what's it called? Eastern State? Eastern State. And then, what's that? Ghostly Adventures? What's that show we saw the ad for on TikTok? I think it's Ghostly Adventures or something. Does that sound right? People yeah. write in and let us yeah. know. Because we saw the ad and we didn't even see the channel. But apparently they're doing a live lock-in on October 30th of the Conjuring Farm. Where the Conjuring took place. So I forget the name of the farm, but you're about to spin your monitor. Am I a liar? Yep. It's open. Oh, and they're open. Night oh. tours, and they're open. Okay. So well, Eastern State, which is in... Tickets the, now on sale. It is in Philadelphia, correct? Yes. So Eastern State Penitentiary is open for business. For night tours. For night tours. Ooh. But yeah, so also, like I said, so October 30th, is show, Ghost or Ghostly Adventures or Ghost Adventures, whichever it is, right. I, we need to find out the channel. Because that's a Friday night. We can yeah, watch it. Sure. Um, they're doing a live lockdown of their crew okay. uh, in, uh, on the what? farm. Uh, what was the it again? On. I think it's Ghost Adventures or Ghostly Adventures. I'm not sure. I, and I only picked that up from a hashtag. So hashtags do work, folks. That's proof right there in the pudding that hashtags work. So, but I want to find out. I want to set a reminder and I want to watch it. So. Hmm. But with all this Halloween hubaloo going on, I don't know if I want to just shut the lights out and watch scary movies in the dark or set up our own type of how we're going to socially distance, give candy out to whoever does show up. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, like at this point, usually by now, you know this, I've got the candy all right. set up. Well, it's been a, it not only has but, it been a weird year, but we have some things going on too that makes... You know, things a little even more weird. Right. But, you know, I've checked in years previous, tried to figure out, who do we call to find out about Halloween? What to, like, what time did it start? So we just generally started figuring it was like 6 to 8 or something. Or 5.30 yeah. to 8 or something like that. Yeah. So we, that's what we just started doing. Well, you know what it is? We've always relied on our neighbors to tell us when when it's going to start. At least I have. But you um, would think that there would have to be there would be some sort of central hub where a community like ours... That is, one of many communities would have some sort of informational pipeline that says, based on uh, the town, I don't even know what, what, what is the town we live in even known as? It's not a city. It's not, what the, what in the hell is it? Uh, township, I think. I don't think it's a township. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> did you find this yet? Because I, I, I want to get to one by the week. Go ahead. All right. All right. Try and do that. Uh, never mind. 
Alright, folks, we're going to move on to the one of the week while the lovely Sharon tries to figure out what show this is and what channel it's on. So oh, can... it's called Ghost Adventures. I thought, I'm I'm past that. Okay, well, do you see something about October 30th, or are you past that in, as in I moved on to paint a picture? Uh, what do you mean, October 30th? October 30th, uh, this show, if it's the right show, is supposed to be doing a live lockdown at the Conjuring Farm. Okay, hold on. You know, a, a very simple assignment. <laughs> wow. Did you really just say that? All right. So we're, while she's looking that up, we're going to move on to the Wombat of the Week. Here's how you participate in Wombat of the Week. It is news stories of stupid people doing stupid things. And you can submit your news story to the show by sending us the link of the news story of stupid people doing stupid things to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also send it to us as a private message on Facebook at JM Talk, and you can contribute that way to the long list of wombats waiting for their moment here on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Did you get anywhere? Well, the fact that they're in season 22. Okay. Um, so um, this week's Wombat of the Week, um, this one, uh, now you can probably look at that later. Oh, because my reaction. this story is a real brush with death. Oh. Unlike any wombat that we've ever had on the program. Really? Yes. So wow. I want to talk about... Now, first of all, the person this happened to is un is unidentified. Um, I think if this happened to me, I probably want to be anonymous as long as possible as well. <laughs> but the unnamed um, Indian man from Passayat in India... Uh, that's the town. He's 39 years old, reportedly brushing the back of his throat with his toothbrush on September 15th when the toothbrush slipped and disappeared down his throat. Yeah. And despite feeling no pain and only minor occasional discomfort in his stomach, he uh, reported to a nearby clinic where doctors could not find the tool until he was referred to a general hospital in Pradesh where he received a throat scan and they actually found... Um, uh, that it entered his stomach after x-rays on his throat passage area uh, were negative. Wow. So doing an exploratory laparotomy laparoscopy. Yeah. Where the belly is sliced open for diagnosis. Um, that's when they felt the instrument inside. Um, yeah. And this is Who a... Who brushes their throat? This is a uh, full size... Let me see if the picture printed... No. Full-size toothbrush. Full-size toothbrush. This isn't like a little, you know... Oh! Oh! The size of a Swedish fish. No, it's a full-size toothbrush! Oh, wow. Like, wait. Why was he brushing his throat? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he had a deep throat date. I don't know. Oh, um, no. Uh, so anyway, although seemingly fairly innocuous, doctors determined that the man's condition could become fatal if he left it untreated. Because obviously stomach acid is not going to take that out. No. Um, so they made a small incision in his stomach, extracted the toothbrush within 30 minutes. Um, he survived, and the next day started taking oral fluids. Um, he does have an uneventful recovery uh, that started, and it'll be some time before, I'm sure. He can brush his throat again? He <laughs> brushing his throat. Are you kidding me? No. He brushed his throat Yes, that's what it says. He was brushing his throat. Why would you brush your throat? Who brushed your... Where's the First throat First of all, star? where's your gag reflex? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just saying. I didn't think of it that way. 
I'm just saying, like, I, I can't even get to the back of my mouth because of my gag reflex. I so, don't I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I sort of read the story. You, you can was... see those highlights, right? Because I read the story. Yeah. But honestly, until I just talked to you about it, I did not can see I, that he was brushing his throat. He was, maybe you're right. He was getting ready for a date. For a date, yeah. I yeah. I did not see the throat thing. Hmm. Brushing his throat. Yes. I'm sorry. Brushing the back of his throat. Back of his throat, like. Does he have okay. a f- Does he have a flip top head? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> does it hinges on the back? He just kind of flips it open, <laughs> and he can brush and do the front of his. I. Uh, the only thing close. Come on, the you only know thing, that. Yeah, the only thing close stuff I can picture is why is Ace Ventura brushing his. <laughs> His whole mouth out when he found out that uh, yeah, right. Einhorn was a was, was a woman. Yeah, was a man. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's funny. The unnamed uh, Pesiot gent uh, <laughs> is going to rename unnamed. But if he ever I'd listens wanna, to this, well, he's then the he wombat could, of the week. He could become named, and then maybe he'll get a really good date. Maybe you never maybe. know. Yeah. You never know. But yeah, um, so there it is. A real brush with death. <laughs> oh, my God. You almost made me spit water out of my mouth. Uh, well, yeah, so. Mm, brush after with that, death. I think I will. After reading that, I think I will go back to eating dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> so anyway, that is the Wombat of the Week. Remember, get your stories in. You can send them to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Or uh, as a PM on Facebook at JM Talk. Remember, send the link to the story because it has to be a legitimate news story. You can't just send a story or something and you yeah. know, point it off. We know everything you read on the internet. And news. as you can see, we do Wombats of the Week around the world. Oh, yeah. We're not just, you know, yeah, we're fancying not... on America here. Oh, sure. We, we, want no. we know those idiots everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yes. everywhere. Yep. Yes. You might be sitting right next to one. <laughs> Wait, I just call myself an idiot. I need, I need dirt. <laughs> All right, so um, coming up on the third stretch of the show, we have a new Honor Thy Hero. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Cyber Security Month, which is this month. Okay. So hopefully you're be, being good to your computers. Yes. And that's the technician to me speaking. But first... We need to hear those words from the lovely Sharon that only the lovely Sharon knows. <laughs> Say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, come back here and join me for the last stretch of the show coming up after I fill my iced tea cup right up to this. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One.
Welcome back, folks, to the show, the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, third stretch of the show, the final piece. Here we are. Uh, glad you stuck around and are walking through it with me. On this part of the show, we do our Honor Thy Heroes coming up uh, in just a short bit, where we honor everyday people doing extraordinary things for other people. So that's coming up. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but first, uh, a, a couple small pieces. We also, I want to talk about Cybersecurity Month, which is this month. Cybersecurity Awareness Month. So I want to talk about that and with some tips uh, to offer on how to stay safe. Um, so that's also coming up. But uh, <clears throat> but just a couple blurbs, first of all. Uh, if, you ride, if, you're, if you ride bikes, if you ride bikes like you're really into riding <laughs> bikes, uh, you know, Peloton is a real big company that does bikes. And if you haven't heard, they recalled uh, 27,000 bikes. Okay, Fit- fitness equipment maker Peloton is recalling pedals on 27,000 of their popular stationary bikes. So if you're in exercise, and due to a clip-in issue uh, that risks injuring its users. So the bike makers issuing a recall on bikes that were sold between July 2013 and May 2016 that have the PR70P pedals. After receiving more than 100 reports of pedal breakages and 16 reports of injuries. So, again, if you have one and you purchased it between July 2013 and May 2016 and you have the PR70P pedals, be advised that there's a recall. So, be safe. Okay, apparently, according to uh, CNBC... The stationary bike and the treadmill have become two of the hottest commodities for people looking to work out since the COVID-19 pandemic began. Makes sense because they closed the gyms and if you're really into getting your exercise, then I guess you would find other alternatives in getting that done. And so people have. And uh, so a lot of these bikes, uh, uh, stationary bikes that were sold, they have an issue now. You know, and and you should always... Check, you know, consumer report sites and sites like that 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 are like watchdogs for this stuff because you really never know, right? Um, and the same thing with your automobile. Like when you buy a used car, like I have a used vehicle, and well, and the lovely Sharon has a used vehicle as well. And one of the things that we did, and one of the things that I tell people is, even if you buy a used car, you can take the VIN, you can check the security bulletins, you can check to see if there were any recalls, and any recall work that was not done, it would it would be on the VIN, like the VIN number would have that history. So you could find out. And no matter when, like my truck is a 2003, and I purchased it in 2015. But if, if there was any warranty work that was never done to it in 2003 or 2008 or five or whatever, I could get that done. You know what I mean? That's I don't believe there's a statute for safety. <clears throat> and so you should always check for things like that. And I, I mean, I guess nobody would, would even ever think of that, right? A stationary bike? But there you are. There you have it. It does happen. And this is just one such uh, evidence of that. So if you have it, do it. Okay, so, you know, I talked about Zoom before on the program and how huge it had become, and how it seemed to be very interesting to malicious actors wanting to do malicious things with it. Uh, so Zoom is always in and out of the news. Um, okay, so 
Zoom recently announced that it's going to allow businesses to charge admissions for their virtual events. So see, since the pandemic started, uh, Zoom and other teleconferencing platforms have become very big with business, doing meetings and things uh, of that nature. But also, if you haven't seen this, and this is interesting because I have many friends who are entertainers and many acquaintances who are entertainers from doing, as we mentioned earlier in the show, my Behind the Mic show. And a lot of these people have been doing, because of COVID, and they're not, they're not able to perform live out in venues, have been doing, the, uh, doing events at home over Zoom. And now to this point, I know some of them who were getting uh, donations from uh, fans uh, to the extent that they can continue making their living as if they were still performing. And there's nothing illegal in what they were doing, but Zoom, Zoom creates a policy about this, okay? And now they're, they're, they're saying that soon businesses will be able to, to charge an emission to their live streaming events, no matter what. Like right now, like in the tech world, which I'm a part of, um, I have classes and, and conferences that I used to go to that have been online and they've been free so see this is going to change a lot of things i'm talking from the standpoint i brought it up as an entertainer because what i'm saying is entertainers will now be able to put together a zoom event and you would pay money to that person to be admitted into that zoom event so take like a comedian could create an event now and do his stand-up routine in front of nobody but a camera or two which is being streamed out over Zoom, and you're paying what you'd pay to go see him in person, but you're in the comfort of your own home. This this is how technology, this is one example of how technology has just continued to grow with this pandemic. How And I've been on those front lines. We've had to make a lot of adjustments and changes at my work to meet the demands of what this pandemic has done. And this is another thing. So concerts, Bar-hosted happy hours, online conferences, like I just mentioned, like I, like I have one next week. I have three days of classes that are costing us nothing because I can't fly this out into North Carolina to do it. So they're charging us nothing. They're costing us nothing. This could change because, as the lovely Sharon said earlier, the world has changed. We're seeing the world is changing. We're not going back to whatever was normal before we have to develop new normals and new normals are going to be less people congregating because they're finding ways to use technology to do the congregating online and now that they perfected that and companies like zoom and ring central and google have upped their game with the servers to make sure that the quality is top tier now they've found a way to say i know how we can get people making money from this. And it's not. A, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I am not saying it's a bad thing. I would love to go to all my conferences from my desk. So I'm fine with that. Believe it or not, when it comes to business travel, I'm not a very good traveler. <laughs> so this is not a bad thing. Um, Zoom is not taking a cut of ticket sales for now meaning that the product could be a boon for small firms turn into the platform to bring in extra income. Users will need to need a paid subscription and based in the U.S. 
to use the new feature. A global rollout of such the, of this such feature at Zoom is expected sometime in 2021. So this is a rapidly changing thing going on here, and um, and I'm just here to make you aware. <laughs> Just like I'm about to make you aware that I'm going to drink some iced tea now. Okay. Each week we honor a new hero, extraordinary people going out of their way to do amazing things for other people, and you can get involved just like you can on the Wombat of the Week earlier in the program. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> this isn't live radio, but we treat it as such. We don't go back and edit the content that is done here. We don't. <coughs> so you can email us at joelmaholicradio gmail.com uh, the link to a news story of extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. Uh, this week we want to talk about an Atlanta police officer who gave his own car to a mother of five. Okay. Uh, this officer went above and beyond the call of duty. Uh, Officer Veronica Campbell, 27-year veteran of the Atlanta Police Department, um, taking commitment to her community very seriously. Last week, she gave up her own car to a mother of five children. She says, quote, I'm always trying to find different ways that I can give and help people. And an opportunity presented itself last week when Campbell learned about a mother of five who had recently fled a domestic abuse situation. She says that I had a vehicle and I just decided to give it to her and she would she would be able to put it to better use than me. She uh, goes on to say that I knew that the mother needed a new lease on life and she needed to know that the Atlanta Police Department had officers willing to make the sacrifice when they go out into the community. Um, the unnamed mother said the strangers will go a long way to help you more than anyone else so this is a true blessing. Officer Campbell works with the Atlanta Police Foundation's At Promise Center uh, to give back. Every year she organizes toy drives and other community events geared toward the youth. She says, to me, that's big. It's service before self. When you sign up to be a law enforcement officer, that's what you're there to do. And that she did. So this week on the program, Honor and Thy Heroes, the crown this week goes to Veronica Campbell, 27-year veteran of the Atlanta Police Department. Thank you for your donation that you made to this woman in need with her five children. And thank you for your service to the community, your long-driven service to the Atlanta community. Uh, you are the recipient of our Honor Thy Heroes Award. So you have won the bragging rights to go out and tell everybody that you're our hero. And you join a really good lineup of heroes here uh, over the, the uh, couple of short years that we've been on the air doing this. So there's that. Get your stories in, please. Send them to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or across Facebook at jmtalksnsapm. Okay, so uh, bringing us to one last thing is Cybersecurity Awareness Month in the month of October. And as you know, because you listen to this show, that I, all my jobs, <laughs> other than entertaining you fine folk with a lovely Sharon every week, all my other jobs are technology jobs. And uh, so I am fully ingrained in the technology field. And um, uh, October every year is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And I just want to talk to you a couple minutes 
if I may, if I, can we have a conversation for a couple of minutes? I just want to make sure you're doing things that are, are smart for you and your family, okay? Because protecting protecting yourself from uh, uh, protecting yourself as far as cybersecurity goes is good security hygiene for you and your family. You know, you protect your bank accounts, right? Because you want your financial assets to be protected. That's good financial hygiene. You know what I mean? So um, you shower every day. You want to be clean. You're practicing good, you know, uh, cleanliness and hygiene. So security hygiene, you know, you want to make sure that your online accounts are very secure. Do you use strong enough passwords? You know, that's the thing. Like, there's always a standard out there, right? And I try to exceed the standard. So, like, and I get crazy. Like, in other words, right now, the standard is typically 8 to 12 characters, alphanumeric, special character, one uppercase, one lowercase, you know, things like that. That's the, that's the current standard. So I take that 8 to 12, and I'm like, well, mine's like 26 to 31. And that's what all my passwords are. They're extremely long. Like, when I'm typing my password, I'll bore you to death. If you're trying to see what I'm typing, I'm going to bore you to death. You're going to run out of energy watching me type in a password of mine. So unless you have a keylogger on my system, you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a, a, a way that people social engineer you is they'll sit around you and try to figure out what you're typing when you're typing in a password, right? Not me, buddy. I'll put you to sleep. <laughs> so practicing that, making sure, you know, um, you're online. Like when it comes to accounts, like bank accounts and stuff, I don't use a lot of apps. Uh, in fact, I just recently downloaded one of my credit card apps. I would never do it. I would prefer to use a browser, and go in through the browser instead of an app. So I'm not real big on apps. And uh, in conjunction to just being keeping my security hygiene good, the other reason is I don't fully trust apps. Okay, so here's something you don't know. If you're an iPhone user, check this out. If you're an iPhone user, if you look on your iPhone, right, on the face of it, up in the upper right-hand corner, if you see that orange dot blinking, that's your microphone being used. If you're on the phone, you'll see it, not blinking, but you'll see a little tiny orange dot. That means your microphone is in use by, by an application, okay? If you're not on a phone, you should be asking yourself, why is that on? And when it comes to apps, the reason I do most of my stuff on a browser is because what permissions does the, do these apps have? Are they allowed to use that? You know? So if I say, hey, Siri, to my phone, okay? Um, hey, Siri, if I say that to my phone. So not only did she just beep because she came up, but my orange dot went on. Never mind, Siri. Um, and so it, the orange dot's gone, she's gone. So you have to say to yourself, if I'm just sitting here watching TV and the orange light, the orange dot's on, what the hell's going on? It's a good time to tell people during October, check and see what permissions your apps have. And if you have any questions about what your apps are doing, make adjustments, make those adjustments, right? So, um, be wary of that. Okay. Uh, obviously I preach this every day, all day at work, at my part-time job, at my business, fishing, fishing, fishing with a pH, beware of fishing. Okay. Beware of people trying to con you out of details in your emails. Okay. So hackers invisibly, um, break into your accounts. Sure. That's one common, but the most common trick is when we're tricked into handing over passwords or personal information through a text or through an email, or through an email that we think is legitimate, we click the link, now we're on a website that looks like UPS, but it's really not. I mean, I hate to say it because I want you to be comfortable when you're out there in the interwebs, 
But at the same time, I have to say that my rule of thumb is beware of everything. Beware of everything. And not to not to play on words used by, you know, a very big insurance company, but I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. <laughs> you know, 26 years in IT, I've seen it. And so that's why I can tell you my mentality is everything is suspicious. You know, you have to look at it that way. You know, if you receive an email from FedEx asking you to do something, before you hop on to it and do it, say to yourself, wait a minute, am I expecting anything from FedEx? And if you're expecting something from Amazon, don't just assume that that FedEx email is real. You really have to think these days. You have to stop and think. You have to stop and think. That's what you have to do. Okay? Because too often when something looks official, we jump right into it. And that's always the case. And at, at work, I have beat up my users so bad, and I actually have an AI training program in place constantly checking them. It's so bad now that I get a lot of calls because they'll call me and say, does this email sound legit or something like that? And that's and it's unfortunate but I tell them, I would rather they call and ask me. And this is what I get from beating them down like that. I get extra questions. And that's okay. Because I would rather you be safe before we collectively have an issue. So you have to be really careful. I'm going to share some links this week on Facebook that talk about cybersecurity and ways to be safe and things like that. So you'll see things pop up if you follow us at Facebook. And I hope you do. And I hope you would. And I hope you would share it at JM Talk on Facebook. We'll share some stuff and get you some more information on cybersecurity and how to protect yourself and your family. Um, so that brings us to the end of the program. That was one last thing, hashtag one last thing. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. On behalf of myself and the lovely Sharon, uh, we like to remind you that new shows drop every Sunday, afternoon-ish, evening-ish. Um, and we do appreciate all the, uh, the fan mail that comes in. We're getting some great emails come in. People are really liking the show. So we appreciate that. And, uh, oh, you're always welcome to send us some comments. In the meantime, please be good to one another. Hold a door open for somebody. Say hello to somebody. We do not know ourselves what other people are going through. And we will catch you here next time on the program. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 